Very good morning. Very good to be here with you again. Say hello for someone behind you. Hello, hello. Welcome. We're in Crowley Community Church. If you're first time here or second, whatever, it's very good to be here. How was our week? <laughs> Let's read in John chapter 9. Um, I'm very glad to be here with you again. You know, everybody knows very well this about this man when Jesus healed a man who was born blind. Uh, and we share about this. John chapter 9, verse 1. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, say Jesus. But this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. As long as they, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am the word, I am the light of the word. Having seen this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with, with the saliva, and put on, his, <clears throat> on the man's eyes. Go, he told him. Wash in the pool of Siloam. What's the right pronunciation? Siloam? Okay, it's good. <laughs> this word means sent. So the man went and washed it and came home seeing. That's part, that part's okay. Let's pray. Close your eyes a minute. Thank you, God, for your amazing word. We believe in this word. And I ask for your Holy Spirit in this moment. Touch us. Open our hearts. Open our eyes this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I remember my final test exam in the seminar. It was, it was crazy because I went in the big room and the teachers, the masters, wasn't there behind that big old wood tables with that strong smell of wood, you know. White hairs sitting there, white beards, and was a boy. I sit on my, my place, my chair, very scary. And the first question came. Daniel, define God. My first thought was, wait, wait, it's impossible. This question's wrong. Because to define is to explain, to delimit something. And and this is impossible. My first uh, sensation, my first thought when I read this, this word here is that when we read, uh, we read, as he went along, I remember this moment because God cannot be confined in anywhere. So he's totally free, radically free. He's walking everywhere. And I said, come on, it's impossible. It's impossible because to, it's impossible to explain. I can feel God. I can realize his presence. But to define God is impossible. At the time, in the old, old times, in the Old Testament, you know very well, the church was a really holy place. It was a temple. And in the holy place, they have another place, hold of holies, the most holy place, the holiest of all, is behind that curtains. The curtain was holy. The place was holy. That holy place was holy. And that had a man 
holy. They call the super pastor, the high priest. This is a special man. And everything was holy. The objects, everything. So once per year, that man go to the courtings and everybody stay waiting. And that holy man come back and uh, to give some holy blessings uh, over the people. So they went to God and came back from God. At the time, God had an address, a specific geography and place. Now, in John chapter 9, it's different. Because this God is flesh, and he's walking everywhere. With, he had a mouth, tongues, eyes, color of skin, hair. God has a smell. God can smile, can eat, can, can talk to everybody. Because he's radically free. That's why. As you went along because Jesus is in everywhere, there is no holy place anymore. There is no holy super pastors, holy priests, nothing. The holy place is your heart, is my heart. The church is inside of us. The kingdom of God grows inside of us. Jesus didn't start the Christianity as an organized religion, never. This came with the history, but that's not Jesus' idea. And then he was walking, God walking. God is now here. God is now in all the workplace in Crowley. God is now in the pub, in the town center, with someone drinking something with feel, uh, emptiness feeling in his heart. God is in there. God is here. God is in everywhere. He's free. He cannot be confined. So he was walking. Simple. Everywhere. Petrol station, everywhere. And my place of work, when I work there, uh, I realized a girl screaming when someone on the phone speaking another language was not English. She's, she's from another country. And in the end, I asked for her to work with us. Are you okay? Oh, my husband, blah, 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 blah. Fighting with, with his, her husband. And okay. And... One week later, again and again, and I start to pray for her. Oh, do you have some problem? Yes, yes, my husband. Then she stopped work. Some kind of holidays. And, and then we receive uh, news. A few days ago, one week ago, the man just killed himself. Suicide. And I'm, I was here. I just say, okay, and I just pray, fast pray. But I was here with the most powerful message. It's a bomb inside me. Jesus was here with me. I did nothing. Nothing. I can do something yet, of course. She got a baby. But I don't need to wait for, I don't know, the best conditions. Because Jesus can be confined on Sundays. The service time is in, in the days of week, is between Sundays. In the ground of the life, in the everyday life. Every moment, in every corner, there are some blind people. And then Jesus was walking, and he saw a man. He saw a man. This is so deep. How deep Jesus can see. How deep I can see, or you. Because Jesus saw a man, but his disciples saw another thing. He saw a man suffering 
because he was born blind. But that man, he saw something different. And there's a big gap here. It's really totally different. Jesus saw someone who was suffering. Jesus saw his heart as a human being. But this man, he saw sin. He looked at guy, blind. Mm, I'm 100% sure there is a there's a scene in this history. Yeah. Uh, nothing goes well in the life of this person. I'm sure there is something hidden. There is something not right. There is some scene behind everything. He's so just a man. Because their minds. They had all that background of the religion and the heritage uh, religion of the Jews and the laws. So they, in their minds, it was not free. It was full of opinions. It was full of religion. They don't saw a man with tattoos. They don't saw addicted, a drug addicted. They don't saw divorced, employed, homeless. Jesus saw a man, a person. A person before everything. How we, me and you, how we, can, how we, we saw the people, how we see the people. Our everyday life. It's funny because some people come with different slangs or different clothes or different country or the behavior. And uh, I don't want to be a friend of this guy. Come on. I'm, too, I'm holy and Christian. <laughs> or we just say welcome because we want to be polite with someone in the church. But oh, this smell is not so nice. <laughs> come on. <laughs> but Jesus just saw a man. Uh, I saw a lady another day, and she was angry, upset, and I tried to be nice with her, and no, go away from here. It's, uh, it's my work, okay, it's my work. And I realized the problem is not me. She got some problem. I need to see a person. I need to see his heart before. And I said, can I pray for you? <laughs> Jesus saw a man, but his disciples saw a scene. We have our opinions, we have our taste, tastes, we have our point of view about the, the persons and different. But he just saw people. I have a friend now, is our friend. Uh, you know this guy soon. He's a pastor in, in Brazil, Darlan. And he started to preach for these guys with gangs of motorbikes, like Harry Davidson. And he said, oh, Danny, I feel like in, in a film. Because they are really uh, very caricature, caricature, yeah, beers, black jackets, tattoos, and that very expensive motorbikes, and rock and roll. And one of these guys received Jesus, and now he's bringing all his friends for the church. And now in the parking church is nice because they have a lot of different motos, motorbikes, and they came for the church in black, and that hat. And some with piercings, and they came to the church. Oh, hello, Pastor, with the big Bibles. <laughs> it's so nice. And they came because they are people. And the, the question then we have a question. Jesus went because he's free. Jesus saw, Jesus see you and me, someone with, with history, with background, with feelings, with heart, with family. 
And then his disciples came with the first question. Hey, Rabbi, this is weird. There is something wrong here. Who is the guilty? Where is the sin? Where we need explanation for this suffering? There is some kind of explanation. We need a reason. And it's so amazing because when we cannot find explanation for the suffering, for the sorrows, for the weakness in our life, in our lives, disciples look for guilty. Disciples, they are looking for someone to put to blame. But Jesus saw possibilities. Jesus told me, no, 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 there's nothing wrong. God is working this. Ah, do you remember Job in the Bible, his friends? There is something wrong. <laughs> we need reasons. Why? Why this suffering? Why this problem? Why this? Why, why, why? I don't know. But one thing I know, there's no specific reason. There is no sin. There is nothing wrong. But there's one thing. All the possibilities, everything can happen because God is working. God is working. And Jesus said, no, God is working in his life. And then there's an invite of Jesus for them, for us as well. He said, we must do the work. I like this. We must do the work. There's a mission to do. There is something bigger. We must do the work as long as they. First, I like this plural because it's not you, it's not Stephen Kess, it's not church, it's not new grounds. It's me, it's you, it's we. My first English lesson I am, you are, he is, we are. We must do the work. There's a mission to do. This kind of feeling. This kind of uh, the mission has to burn inside of our hearts. I remember when I was a boy, my mom, I was alone at home. Then uh, I took all the, how's the name? The brooms to clean the house. And I put two here, one here, one there, and start to preach for the brooms. <laughs> alone, alone. And Jesus walked in Capernaum and blah, 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 preach because... Someday I go to the stage to preach. Because in my mind, it's not for ego or nothing like this. I thought that is the right place to preach. And the stage, and the church. And then I, I start to, to preach for the, the browns and, and my house. And for, for the things to clean the house. <laughs> and some time later, I was coming from this kind of, we call in our country, Vigilia. It's like night of prayer. I was coming back. And uh, a man come to me. And I recognize, okay, uh, he's a thief. He's a drug addict, addicted. And came to me, and I feel, here we go. <laughs> and then he came, and I was talking, the guy just take the gun, revolver, put it in my chest, like this. Yo, man! And I feel like New York films. Yeah. Give your money. I, I had the time, maybe five pounds. If you convert for pounds. Okay, yes, I have some money. I can give you my money, but Jesus can give you to you a new life. And he stopped. Are you crazy, man? Not, but he's crazy for you. 
I was shaking my knees, but okay, he's crazy for you. And the gun is here. And he stopped it. He looked at me, put the down uh, the gun. Hey, bro, my mom, she's from the church. And I say, wow, so your mom is praying for you now, and Jesus sent you for me now. You see, you came here to listen that Jesus can change your life forever. We don't need to wait for the best conditions, the best day, when I had money, when I had the right place, to start to do the mission. We must to do now. Every corner, when you finish the service, we are in mission in our lives. When you go for the Tesco, the girl puts her, her shops in there. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> Say something nice. Oh, you're beautiful today. Beautiful nails. <gasps> Call for the name. Hello, Patricia. How's your day? Are you okay? Oh, okay. Show everywhere, every moment is the time for, for the mission we must to do. And I remember from the brooms. I remember for this guy. I'm here talking with you now kind of English, but we need to preach. We need to do the mission all the time. As long as they... It's the best moment, the, the strategic moment in our lives, because the night is coming. And the night will come in our lives. But now, I have time. I have a brain. I have a family. I feel so happy when I saw on the Facebook, when Tracy put in there, we have a sofa, we have a cuddle. You are welcome to come to our house, to chat, to pray. I feel, oh, that's it. Simple. We must do the work. We must do the work. Because it's the best moment. Then Jesus spit in the ground with mud, with saliva. We can talk about this later. And put in the, the man's eyes. And then Jesus say, go to the water. Go. If it was me or you, or if you work with customer service, oh, let me help you, sir. <laughs> Jesus says, oh, just go. for it. He should go for himself. Bumpling everywhere in the corridors and the people with eyes full of sand or mud. Go for yourself. Jesus wants to get out of passivity. Come on. Go. He didn't offer... He didn't offer help for this man to help him take my arm. Let's go. Get out of the way. Please, please. This man will be here. No. You have to walk in this road. You have to arrive in the pool for yourself. Go. And this is so amazing because sometimes we thought, okay, I go to the church. Someone will pray for me. My life will be changed. But it's a challenge every day. God work with you when you look in your mirror, when you have your Goliaths, when you have your challenge, when you look for your bed and your side and your husband there, your wife is in there, and you know what has happened, and you think, okay, um, I need to try again. I need to go again. Jesus is working in my life. I'm suffering, but I have a road, I have a journey, I have steps to, to walk. I need to go with God with me together. 
I need to uh, to win. I need to arrive in there, in the right place for the miracle, all the journey. Now, can you imagine this man walking and uh, holding the walls? Because you and me, we have, uh, if you close our eyes and I say, oh, think in an uh, elephant, you know what this means. Because our cognitive intelligence, we have thousands and thousands of pictures in our brain. If, you're, uh, if I, I ask for you, think in your grandmother's house, that tree, when you play, you know everything, a red car, you know what this means. That man has no reference, nothing, zero. Darkness all his life. So Jesus was not playing with him. That was a serious. Go, wash, you'll be healing. You'll be healed. And then he wasn't there. Can you imagine when he can feel the waters in his feet? Seconds before, wash his face and this is truth. Maybe an idiot stupid doing this here. Question himself all his life. Can you imagine when the water take the, the mud out? The first light when he saw his face in the water. Oh, I'm ugly. <laughs> when he saw people and he saw birds and he listened to the sound. Oh, that's a bird. When you get out of your passivity, you don't know what God can do in your life. You don't know what God can do when you have your right decisions. And right decisions has a cost. It's not easy. To try again, to, uh, to take your net again for the fish, to, to the water, to, to take the fish again like Peter... To try again and again, to try to be a good husband, good wife, to ask for forgiveness. Please, forgiveness, I love you. This is hard. To try take the right decisions because Jesus asked, go. Get out of your passivity, of your passivity of your faith. The way that we preach the gospel, the way that we are Christians, get out, wake up. Wake up. We don't know what can happen. We, we never know. I remember when someone came to me. Oh, we don't have no, nobody in our church. Our church is empty. Oh, why? Where is our church? Oh, it's in this town, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's people in the town, right? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay, well, but uh, we need money. We need, of course we need money. Yeah, but we don't have money. There's people in the town. Go to evangelize. Go to preach. No, no, but uh, just small town and just uh, uh, alcoholics and addicted. This is great. You don't know what God can do. And we, have a, uh, we had a bar, a pub, very famous the town because too many fights and, and alcohol and everything. Pray for that man. Pray for the, the, the manager in there. Are you crazy? Yes, because you don't know what God can do in his life. You don't know what God can do with this church, in your family, in your place of work. You don't know. have no idea. God has surprises. When his man saw his face, every, everybody around, he's, he was not more dependent of the others. Now he's totally free as well because 
the man called Jesus said for me, come here, wash his face, and I came. Simple like that. Nothing, the complexity is nothing difficult. Jesus asked, I came here, and a new person. Um, and then he come back. Everybody was in shock. I know you. Oh, no, no, it's not you. Yeah, it's him. If you read all the chapter, you see the people just arguing. No, it's not him. Yeah, it's, it's not. No, yes. It looks different. Uh, the people you see what God can do in your life. And it was different. And everybody asking because the people like to uh, explanations. What happened? What happened? Tell me. Tell me. I don't know. I don't know. That man who, who is, how he's looked like, I don't know. Uh, he just called Jesus. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to share. But you know Jesus? Oh, you know where Jesus are? You know, yes, I don't know how to read the Bible. And nice, that word is, is hard for me. I don't know how to share. But I know, there's someone who called Jesus. He changed my life. I will show for you with my life what Jesus did. I was like this, my life was like this, and then, I don't know, invite me for the church, to have some coffee in there, and then I feel something different inside me, and then I invite you, because this is so good. Simple, 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 and powerful. It's so funny when you have meetings and great conference of pastors. It's funny for me, because someone come to the stage and start to teach how to... Uh, to evangelize, techniques, how to uh, share the gospel. This is good, okay. But they just teach, teach, teach. Just go. Come on. Just go. <laughs> Hope, take your mobile, send the WhatsApp. Hey, are you free today? Yes. You go in there. You start to talk about fruits, about food, of course. And then you finish about Jesus and praying. We must do the work. And his disciples, okay, let's see. And then that life was changed forever, forever. Now, I'd like to pray for you and with you uh, because the Holy Spirit can take these words and make these words spirit and life inside of us. I'd like to, please, let's stand to pray. And I would like to invite Nathan. Where is Nathan? We can sing that song, How Great Is Our God Again. It's on the list. No worries. <laughs> Not surprised. Sometimes I think that's a goof. <laughs> I need to find that song. Uh, for me, I was very uh, happy when I was read this message and the religion and all the Pharisees, the Jews, had a, that meeting to discover what happened, what happened, what happened. And it's so amazing that answer from this man in verse 25. He said, ah, I don't know. It's too much information. I don't know. There's just one thing I don't know. One. I was blind. Now I can see. This is all. This is the most important. I was blind. How happened? Happened. Uh, how was your steps for a good life? Nine steps for change your life forever. I don't know. 
but works in my life. One thing I know, uh, I was a very sad person, depressed, and now I have dreams. I was full of wounds and scares from the life. Now I feel peace. I don't feel more guilty. How? I don't know. But I was like this and now I have some hope. My life has some meaning. I have some dreams for my future. Uh, you are here, listen to me. And I was this man, blind. And believe it or not, I swear for myself, Giovanna knows, the thermometer for any preacher is the wife. Look for the wife. If she's like this, oh, the guy is not good. <laughs> The wife, they, yeah, they help. They look for the watch. Um, in my life, I said for myself, never more. I want to go for some church or preach or involve myself with church. Never more. It's enough for me. I love Jesus. I love the, the message of cross. But I don't want more be involved with the mission. Come on, this is impossible. <laughs> So silly, this is impossible. Of course, there's moments in our lives we are sad, we are depressed, we have our heavy guilties and past. But in some moment, Jesus saw me. And Jesus saw you. He, 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 don't saw my, he didn't saw my, my weakness, my opinions. I was full of angry Angry against church and preachers and the religion machine and how this works and the backstage. Oh, I don't want this anymore. And Jesus saw me. Come on. I love you. Let's wash your eyes. Let's change your life. Let's give you new life, new dreams for you. Go. Go. Go to the pool. Oh, it was hard for me. Every step was around six years. To be healed. In the end, I'm here from the brooms of my mom and favelas and dangerous place. Now I'm here trying to communicate myself with you, but talking about something real that happened in my life. How this happened? I don't know. When? Oh, it's 25th of March. Oh, no, I don't know. But happened. And now I'm here talking to you, full of hope, of dreams, with a different feeling inside me that I must do the work. Because now is the best moment 